It's time for our spotlight on KRWC. And each month on the second Tuesday of the month, we reserve time to interview folks from Wright County 4-H. And, uh, of course, this month we are uh, right before the uh, 2023 Wright County Fair, so that's going to be our primary focus. Kelly Stry is in with uh, the uh, U of M Extension 4-H. Kelly, good morning to you. Good morning, Tim. How are you? I'm great. Nice to see you again. We... uh, Missed you here a couple times ago, so uh, nice to have you back. Thank you. And you brought with us whom? Um, I brought Allison Sean with us. She's one of our 4-H members that wants to share some experiences about the fair with us today. Allison, nice to have you here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You're uh, with which group? I'm with Chatham Climbers 4-H Club. Um, I go to Buffalo Middle School. Okay, and you're how old? And I'm 12 going into 7th grade. 7th grade. Excellent. So you're busy too, I'm sure, getting ready for the fair. Yep. Uh, I have goats that I have to walk every night. What kind are um, they? They are meat goats. We have boars, alpines, and nubians so far. So tell listeners who, and that includes me, even though I've probably seen all of those breeds uh, from time to time, what are the distinguishing features? How do we tell them apart? Um, I say boar is probably white and spotted mm-hmm. most of the time. Uh, alpines and Nubians, they are one, I think one has a longer nose. I don't know for sure, but. Okay. Yeah. Are they all about the same to keep up with, uh, or some harder than others? I, I say they're all pretty good right now. Yeah. And so you've got little one or all different ages, uh, little ones, big ones. Um, there are two little ones. One's a girl, one's a boy. Um, and then the rest of the three are pretty bigger. I'm pretty sure they're all the same age, though. Mm-hmm. Are they all coming to the fair? What? Are they all coming to the fair? Yes. Okay. How do you transport them? Do you have a special? We have a goat trailer, like a big red goat trailer. Good. Well, you're getting ready. And uh, Kelly, this is an example of uh, kids, I'm sure, all over the county that are putting the finishing touches on whatever it is they're going to show them. They sure are. It's a very exciting time for our 4-H members. Many of them look forward to this week the whole year. And so they've been working on their projects um, some year-round. Some of them maybe just a couple of days before the fair, you know, it's a, mm-hmm. a wide variety of experiences and how they prep for that. And so it's a great way to, for them to showcase their learning that they've done through their 4-H experience. What's a ballpark number of uh, of kids from the area that might be down there on any given Well, it, it, it's really exciting for us that we have just recently gone over 700 members in our program. And I would say there's probably 75 percent of that number will bring some sort of exhibit to our county fair Uh, not everybody participates and that's totally okay we don't have that as a requirement Um, but it is a great opportunity to showcase that learning and it's exciting too because there's lots of fun things that go on at the fair and this is ages what to what generally so any 4-h member that's kindergarten through one year past high school can exhibit at our fair Um, as long as they meet the eligibility requirements and their registration has been completed and that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And as we've talked about for, you know, literally decades down at the fair, the 
We always think of animals, and uh, Allison is a good example uh, who's bringing an animal exhibit, but loads of other things in that uh, 4-H building, too. It, it, it's just about anything. Right. I would highly recommend anyone to stop at the 4-H building um, because it really showcases all the opportunities that there are in our program. Um, historically, agriculture is the way we were started, this organization, um, but we are so much more than that. You know, we have over over 75 different project areas that kids can choose from um, and to showcase what they're interested in. And kids are interested in a whole range of things. So it's exciting to see that um, all come to fruition here at the fair. And it may change from year to year too. Absolutely, it does. You know, some years we have hundreds of photography exhibits and then next year we might have hundreds of food preservation exhibits. It just depends on um, what kids are interested in, but it, it it also kind of follows popular trends too, um, especially in um, some of our areas like the crafts area, um, whatever is the hot craft thing at the moment. Um, diamond painting is one of those things right now. Um, so it, it's fun to see what, what we have the most of. Mm -hmm. Allison, let's get back to you a little bit. Uh, tell us about, do you have, well, first of all, do you have uh, family members, brothers and sisters? I have one brother that's in Cloverbud, okay. and he's showing three things, I'm pretty sure. All right. So you got the little family representation there, but how about uh, other kids in your group? And you're the Chatham Climbers, did you say? Yep. Uh, uh, most of them, I'm pretty sure they show cows or horses for, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know for sure what they are doing for non-livestock, though. But they're all getting ready. Yep. Getting ready yeah. to go. So everybody's busy. Sometimes, uh, sometimes club have um, what's called a club tour, where they have an opportunity to go around mm -hmm. and learn about some of the larger projects at everyone's home. And I don't know if your club does that we or not. We did that yesterday. Okay, well, tell us about that. Uh, I'm pretty sure I think we missed one. But we did go to the Elson Peter farm. And we got to see their cows and uh, some of the projects, like uh, someone was making a chicken saddle. <laughs> Don't see those every day. <laughs> yeah. Um, How many stops did you make on your club tour? I only could make one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun way for kids to showcase those items that they can't actually bring to the meeting or they can only bring from their home directly to the fair. So it's a little preview for club members to see that happen. Mm -hmm. And Allison, have you, you've been at the fair before, obviously, right? Yes. Uh, I've shown at the fair for two years, I think. Okay. And then the my first year, it was distance. So that was like the online COVID year. Oh, yeah, COVID yeah. Year. Yeah, thankfully we're hopefully past that. <laughs> Don't want to relive that again. Yeah. Um, so your experience there was good? You, you liked yeah. doing it and uh, a lot of fun? Yeah. Um, I like seeing all the different stuff there. Like uh, sometimes I like going around the exhibit room and just seeing what there is. Um, Tell me a little bit about the yeah. judging experience when uh, you have goats, for instance. Uh, tell me about what the judges are looking for, and uh, does it make you nervous? Or are you kind of nerved out when you get judged? Not really, to be honest. Um, I think it's very fun. Uh, and it, they are mostly looking for, like, 
musky or in meat goats i don't know about dairy goats but uh they are looking for like stronger legs like muscular legs and then like meaty parts where they're supposed to be meat mm-hmm. okay so and the judges will advise you on here's what we're seeing and here's why uh, you're what to work on or things like that um n- i don't like for like flashcards, they show different flashcards, and they say like, look up your goats, like the types of them. Yeah, but the judges, when they come into the ring, they also give reasons out mm-hmm. loud to the crowd to explain why one goat was better than the other. So yeah. that's a good way of learning about what the judge is looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, it's a learning experience, and. I guess ultimately, hopefully you, what, get uh, chosen to go to the state fair too? Is that uh, something that you'd like to do? Yeah, I would like to do that. I don't know if I'm going to this year though, mm-hmm. <laughs> but probably de- next year for sure. Yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. Kelly, uh, getting back to uh, the schedule for this year's uh, Wright County Fair, of course, it's just uh, next week and a uh, week from tomorrow we'll be headlong into it. Right. And so even though the fair opens next Wednesday, the 4-H members come next Tuesday to have their um, non-livestock projects evaluated by judges. And um, in 4-H exhibits, they have a conference judging with an adult that is an expert in their project area. Um, they have a sit down. It's a interview about their exhibit with the judge. And then that exhibit is evaluated 50% on what the young person knows about their exhibit and then 50% on the exhibit itself. So it's more than just the judge taking a look at their their poster or their photograph. Um, it's about that interview of that young person, which really is a great experience. Get some interview skills, um, learn how to public sp- be a public speaker on the on the radio, like today, <laughs> right, Allison? Um, or in other places in life, too. Yeah. Well, and it's, uh, it's all about, um, you know, it kind of builds self-esteem, builds character builds uh, self-confidence right all those life skills that yeah. we need as adults um and that's what 4-h does is we help those young people prepare to launch out into the real world it seems like uh, anymore in the real world quote unquote <laughs> uh we do a lot of uh typing back and forth to people but this is actual face-to-face um you know which is important right and i think that's um not as common anymore like you said there's a lot of communication over social media or just texting and things like that so that conversation between two people is is kind of a dying art and so this really helps those young people um, develop those skills because they're going to need those in a job someday um, when they go to an interview at least for sure Did you want to go over some schedule items? Well, we have a lot of things going on. Um, You know, we have livestock shows going on um, most days that we're out there. Um, So if you're interested in coming out and supporting those, you can also find this schedule on the Wright County Fair website as well. Uh, But we also have things that are non-livestock. You know, like I said before, we talk a lot about the animal part of 4-H, but we're a lot more than that. So if you're interested in things such as um, listen to young people give a demonstration about a topic of their choosing. We do that on Wednesday morning, starting then. Then we also have events like um, our fashion review, where it's an opportunity for young people who have either constructed an item or purchased a piece of clothing to 
kind of showcase how they present themselves. They wear the garment and they um, come across the stage and they do interviews about them, about how it fits and their choices about purchasing the item too. So that's fun to watch. That's on Thursday as well. Um, you can come see the public show at seven o'clock that night. So there's lots of opportunities to see that. Um, we also have our a grilling contest which is Saturday afternoon and uh, so many of the kids who participate in livestock projects not only do they raise the animals they they learn skills on how to um, prepare those animals as mm -hmm. well um, so they have a, they have a, a contest where they come in and they have given prepared meat products of different species and they prepare them on the grill so and that's pretty new isn't it yeah. it is you yeah. know maybe about in the last five years yeah. it, um, but it's very popular um for our young people allison have you done that grilling contest yet uh i have not but there is people that in our club that has done it before. okay yeah mm -hmm. so that's a fun experience too um then we also have our um our auction on saturday evening too so that's an important event where community members come in and and purchased a premium on the animal that is that earned a trip to the auction so great community support um, all over the place for our program and we really appreciate everyone's support I got a question about uh, the judges does the uh, the U of M extension do they line them up or do you, does the 4-H line them up or how does that work so each county we recruit the judges ourselves and that's actually a process that begins in January um, sometimes even earlier, because we want to find the right person to come in and work with young people. We, we can find content experts very easily, who might, like a photographer who might know how, what, why a picture looks good. But that interaction with young people is just as important to us. Yeah. And so they come from uh, as close to the area as possible, or do, you, do they come in from outside? We, we try to limit it to a certain radius from our fairgrounds, because we do pay them a stipend as well as their mileage. So we want to make sure that it's economical as well. Mm -hmm. And do some of the judges do more than one topic or one area? So on the day of general project judging, they only can do one because you're spending the whole day evaluating that. But a judge that comes on the general project day might come back and do a demonstration the next day. Okay. Um, some judges uh, can judge multiple areas. So they might, for example, judge a foods project at several county fairs that are in the area. Um, luckily, we are not too much overlap in some of our neighbors, so we can share folks that way too. I've talked to a, a few of the judges uh, from time to time in previous years down there, and they almost to a person, they really enjoy it, and a lot of them come back, or they've been there multiple years. And we have um, staff people that have left our 4-H program that still continue to judge because that's the piece that they enjoy the most. Yeah. Well, the... Uh, 4-H exhibits, of course, will run the gamut of the fair, and it's uh, the 19th uh, through the 23rd. Now, um, the 4-H building itself is kind of centrally located. Sure is. It's green. It says 4-H exhibits on the outside, so stop on in, and you can see the great exhibits that our program is showcasing, and also you can get information about how to become involved with 4-H. And you said there's uh, some 700, did I hear you say? We have over 700 members now. That's got to be, uh, is that a new record for, for our is. area? Wow. Yes, I've been here 10 years, and I think when we started, we were excited when we broke um, 550 members. Mm -hmm. So it's very exciting that to see that number grow. Still growing. And we can't let you go before we uh, mention, too, to uh, folks that are going to the fair, particularly if it's uh, if you're first-timers, 
Um, one of the best bargains on the fairgrounds is that 4-H food stand. We do. We have great food at the 4-H food stand. Um, it's it's prepared and served by our volunteers and our members. Um, different clubs serve at different times during the fair, and it's a great value. Um, and also goes to support our program. I was going to say, so all the clubs then, uh, kind of the dividends are sort of split up, and they can... Uh, use that for their club functions or whatever. Right. They... We ask the clubs to, you know, rank which which shifts in preference, and then we try to accommodate them the best we can. Um, but sometimes there's conflicts, and kids serve with another club at a different time. And that's kind of fun, too. They get to meet, meet new people and get a different sense of how things work. Yeah, and some clubs are bigger than others, too, so they have more kids available. So Right. And some of our shifts are shared by some of the smaller clubs because – we need numbers of people, too. Yeah. So stop Alice, on in. Get yeah. some good food. Have you done that before, Allison, in the food stand there? Yes, I have. Uh, it's really fun to serve people. And the, usually the little ones come out like with their tray, with the people that trays that ordered, and they just carry a number. Like, you see a number, and then they go around. It's like Culver's. Mm-hmm. Like, you just have, like, a little number. Yeah. card thingy that, <laughs> ma- that matches the order mm-hmm. yeah. and it, they just go around saying here's your order <laughs> right so all ages can help in the food stand that's fun to see that too mm-hmm. and for many of them it's probably maybe one of the first times they've had that kind of experience sort of fun right and then they use that experience someday when they get want to get a job they use that on their application so very good well, it's uh, all going to be at the Wright County Fair, and we'll be doing 4-H interviews, and we'll talk to maybe we'll talk to some of the judges again this year, and and various folks. So we we have, uh, thank you in advance for uh, for all your work, Kelly and uh, Kim too. I'm sure she'll be down there. Yeah, thank you for all your support too. It's our fun, our pleasure, and it's always fun. Allison, we hope to see you down there. Maybe we'll get a 4-H interview with you when you're there. Yeah, and maybe you're a family or some of your other club members too. You can. You can point us in the right direction. Here's here's who to interview. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we appreciate you coming in. Kelly, always good to talk to you, and we'll see you next week down at the fair. We'll see you next week. Thanks, okay. Tim. There we have today's Spotlight on 4-H here on KRWC.